know, I'm, I'm, I'm good people. I'm good company, man. All right, but. <laughs> You're right. I definitely never like paid attention to this song, bro. So why this song of all songs, bro? Um, it, it got it, it goes in, in tune with you know how I came up. You know, it's been it's a, I call they call it the ride. So you know my my life has been a, a up and down roller coaster ride. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trials and tribulations. You know, going through a lot, finding myself as a person. It's been a long ride. Yeah. It's been a long ride, man. I, I say that. Yeah. It's funny that you view it as a ride. Like, I mean, it's like you, you recognize that there's peaks and valleys in that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, like, what, what do you, why do you think you pay attention to it in that way? Because there's a lot of ways you can look at life. But you're choosing to look at it like that. Why do you think that is? Um, Because I look at it like when I look at it, like looking back, it made me the who I am today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And looking back at it, I'm like, damn, I did this, overcame this obstacle, did this, overcame that obstacle, and now I'm here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And everything that I've been through, everything that I'm, you know, looking to, um, you know, to, uh, you know, to do in the future. Yeah. Like I said, it's just all one big ride, man. I'm, you know, going through it. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, everything works out. Yeah. Like well, that. if you, if you can't tell by the voice on the mic, um, I'm fortunate to have another, I don't know if Tom podcast guest join me, uh, on the, on the mic. Uh, it's, uh, G money, AKA Gary, AKA, I don't know if you have any more AKAs you want to put on the mic. Um, yeah, everybody know me as G. All right, G. Um, I, I had so many nicknames coming up. I had G, All right. uh, GP. Okay. G money. AKA. You know, the Twitter days, I went by um, Untouchable G. That's how you know, <laughs> okay. I got to know you from the Twitter days. Yeah, that was, that was the infamous. That, those days was different back yeah, then, yo. Yeah, I like to call myself um, Young Jeedris, Jeedris Elba. That's my Instagram <laughs> handle, too. And everybody say I'm, I'm so cool and suave. Yeah. You know, that's what people tell me. I don't, you know, I just you, think you I'm You can't me. call it. I can't call it, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's all good. Hey, man. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you, you, man. you being willing to do the podcast. I appreciate you, uh, too, you, bro. We, we opened up the podcast listening to The Rap by Drake. Uh, you had to remind me that it's something I've heard before. Yeah. Because it's definitely not one of those standout tracks. But you talked about it. It stood out to you because you see your life as like this up and down roller coaster of like trials and tribulations, but mm -hmm. things that you've overcome in difficult situations, but also like celebratory moments. Like, right. Why is it that like life looks like that to you? Why is it that life looks like that to me? That's a good question, man. Um, more so, you know, my own being in my own way mm -hmm. at times, you know, um, you know, doing, going through the things I went through, a lot of stuff was my fault. Okay. At the same time, I, I had a, you know, tough upbringings, you know, living in the projects as a kid. Yeah. You know, going through those obstacles, you know, my, being the only child to my mom living in the projects. Mm -hmm. You already know how that go. Absolutely. And, you know, looking, looking at my mom, you know, coming up, I seen her, you know, go through a lot of, you know, crazy hurdles. Mm -hmm. And... Me being with her, 
you know, it, it built me up to, you know, try to overcome those same things and with a smile on my face at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, coming up then, then, you know, being in school, you know, trying to do the school thing, good grades all through elementary, middle school, high school. You know, high school, I was an um, all-state track athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, with, uh, had scholarships. Talk your shit. You know, all through, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all through, you know, the, the tri-state area, East Coast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, things didn't work out with that. So, like I said, I had a lot of uh, obstacles, you know, that, you know, was my fault. You know, I could have applied myself better when it came to track because I always had yeah. the dream of, you know, making the Olympics. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Everybody told me, yeah. you know, gee, you know what I mean? You, you should you should have made it. You should have made it. We had, yeah. you know, you know, big plans for you, you know. I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. But, you know, some things didn't work out in my favor. Like I said, a lot of it was my fault, too. So, yeah. Well, know. it takes a, a significant level of self-awareness to look at the, the things that you go through in life and then decide that it's, like, your fault. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think that, like, it? Wh- what is it that you look at that you think, like, well, why is it that you center on that? Like, you look at, like, what you could have did better. Like, why do you think you arrived at that point? Um... It's more so, you know, because I had those thoughts, you know, in my head all the time. Not to say that I live my life with regret. Yeah. But I know my life could have been a whole lot different than what it is now. Yeah. That I, that I would have wanted it to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to say my life isn't, isn't good now because I live a great life. You know, I have, I'm a um, father. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon to be husband, sh- my, no. my, 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 my girlfriend don't know that. Yet. All right, all right. <laughs> like, she's going to announce. All right, we'll we'll bleep that. Yeah, out. we'll we'll bleep that part out. All right, we'll bleep. I'll make sure I send you the cup. Nah, 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 nah. You can keep okay. that on. You can keep okay, that all right, on. We'll all, keep it's, it in it's, there. It's, it's all it's love. Yeah, but yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. But go ahead, man. Congrats, though. But go. Yeah, ahead. I appreciate it, man. But um, man, what was I saying? Uh. Just talking about the different aspects of you and like, you know, not like looking back and like how things could have been different if you made different decisions, but mm-hmm. not regretting your current life because of what you have and relationships you got and stuff like that. So yeah, but that, that's that's more that's more so it, man. Um, yeah, like I said, I I could have you know lived a whole different life, but I mean like like they say things happen for a reason. Absolutely. So you know that that part of my life didn't uh, pan out. So now it's this new life, you know. That I'm yeah. planning to live now. Like I said, I'm a father of one. My beautiful daughter, Gianna, she's four years old. Yeah. You know, just Congrats, transitioning man. into the dad life. Yeah. I'm a father too. You, you was holding my son earlier. <laughs> now, this, this, is, this is this is my new nephew, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. This is that. my boy Ace right here, man. That, he, he Ace been, is cool as hell. Hey, this is my this is my nephew, man. <laughs> he, he, he's lit. <laughs> he's definitely lit. Yeah, the official co-host of the pod. So yeah. But no, I'm sorry. Continue though, man. Yeah, like I said, that's pretty much it, bro. Uh, you know, just this this new this new step in life. You know that I um hope to transpire to you know to to make it what I want it to look like. All right. So when you when you talk about making it what you want to look like, uh, the first question I usually open up with outside of the you know uh, the, the discussion we had in the intro is, if I was to ask you who is Gary, how would you answer that question? Who are you? Who is Gary? Um, Gary is a friend. Okay. 
Uh, Gary's very humble. Um, I'm the type of person to uh, put, you know, everybody before myself. Very okay. selfless. Okay. Um, I try to be there for everybody. And some people say it's to a fault, but I don't really look at it like that. Okay. Um, I just like to look at it as me being there for people. I'm a people person. Everybody, you know, knows me as a people person. Mm-hmm. And what I always thought about life was that life is about people. Okay. Life is about relationships with people. And that's always what I wanted, you know, to do in life is just, you know, to be with people, be around people, interact with people, work with mm-hmm. people, you know, be with people. Okay. You know what I mean? Why do you think that is? Like, where does that come from? Like, uh, that comes from my mom. Okay. Uh, my mom is a people person. If anybody knows me and knows, you know, my family, my mother, they, they, everybody loves my mom. My mom is the same okay. exact way I am. So I guess that's where I get her from. The genetics, you know, rubbed yeah. off on me. All right. Well, so I'll give you the genetics part. But what I'm saying is like, <laughs> there's like all types of different things that you could have chosen to become, you know what I'm saying, in the world. Like you were an athlete, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different ways that you can choose to look, but you chose to be someone that wants to look out and wants to build community, wants to be around people. Like, where do you think, like, why? Like, why Why do that? Man, it, that's that's a tough question. Um, I, I, don't, I can't really say that I was born with it. It's just, it's, 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 it's pretty much self-explanatory. It's, okay. Uh, it's just me. You know what I mean? I don't know. My, okay, so I'll, I'll, what I'm be. saying, though, is this, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you, everybody does something for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And out of all the things that you could have done, you've chosen to see value in helping people. Like you said, it comes from your mom. Like what did you maybe see from your mom that you think rubbed off on you in terms of wanting to help people? You said everybody loves your mom. Mm-hmm. It's just more so, a, you know, um, finding something, you know, that's bigger than yourself. Okay. You know what I mean? A, a purpose, so to speak. Um, I just felt like my purpose is, is people. Okay. You know what I mean? That's All right. So when we talk s- about purpose, one of the things that I always think that is purpose is something that brings you joy. Like, why do you think you and if, if what would you say helping people does for you? Um, ooh, that's, ooh, you hit me with some, some, <laughs> with some questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever asks me these questions, bro. It's, I don't know. It's just one of them things, man. I just love seeing a smile on people's faces, man. Okay. I, I can't really explain it. Okay, it's it, cool. You know what I mean? It's just me. Like if yeah. it, if you know if you really if you know me, like all my friends, all my close friends, they know like like Jesus, one of them guys that's he's just there. Like he's okay. with whatever he's for me. I I know they know that you know that I have their best interests. Okay. You know what I mean? It's it's just me, bro. I, yeah. I, I, it's, I really can't explain it, to be honest. All right. So, well, if you can't explain it, my thing is, like, it's, it's all about investigating. Like, I think you start to understand yourself better when you're able to answer these questions about why you do the things that you do, right? Yeah. And I do think that sometimes when we get to something noble, like helping other people, mm. it sounds good because it, it's, like, if you're a good person that's naturally something you want to do. And I agree with that to an extent, mm-hmm. but I think that you have to know why you do that or why it feels good. So what I would ask you is what's maybe one of the 
the times that that sticks out to you of your earliest time helping somebody and they're feeling good for you. You want to repeat that question again? So, like, what's one of the earliest times that you could think of when you felt like you was able to help somebody and it felt good for you? Um, the earliest time. Yeah, it's just any memory that jumps out. I would say, oh, this is this was a crazy one too, yeah. and I, I got uh, battle scars for it. Damn. Um, I jumped in front of a uh, well, not really jumped in front of it, but. I say at one of my uh, my functions, family functions, I uh, dove or well, I got in front of a propane tank, and I got burnt up whole left side. Damn, dog. What yeah, the I, look, I got the I got the scars. God damn. All dude. through my left side of my body, um, to you know to save the uh, the younger kids from you know getting getting scarred, getting scarred up. What the hell was going on, yo? Yeah, it was a um a family function. This was, um, what's this? This is 2023. Well, let me correct my question. What the hell was going on with you to make you do that? <laughs> like, like I said, bro, I, it's just it's just me, bro. It's yeah. just one of them things. Like I I thought about something bigger than, you know, myself. I didn't want to see anybody else get hurt. So I, you know, I took that dive, Yeah, you know, for the people, for my people. So it was, almost, it was instinct for you? It, it was pretty much instinct. Okay. Yeah, so how was. did you feel after you did that? I, I felt good. I mean, I was still alive and breathing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So what it was mean? almost like you, you. It was like it was reinforcing that if you do something like that, you can survive and, and feel good about it. Yeah, but I, to be honest, I wasn't even thinking about that about yeah. how I felt. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was just more so worried about you know the other you know my family, my other people. I, I really didn't care about myself at that point in time when yeah. it happened. I wasn't thinking about that. You yeah. know what I mean? I was what, just. What, what was <clears> people's <throat> response to that? <laughs> it's a um, <laughs> my family got a, a million stories about it. They call yeah. me a superhero. They like, oh, <laughs> G done dove, done dove in front of the propane tank and saved all the kids. <laughs> he got burnt up from this and that. It was, it was it, to keep it keep it real. Was almost like a move, like an action movie. Like yeah, the way they described like how it, it happened. Like yeah. I didn't even look at it like that. But every, the way you know, outside looking in, everybody looking at it like, like damn, like this this guy done, done jumped in front of a whole tank got. Yeah. Burped up, da, 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 da. and me, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I just it was just something I did without even thinking. You know what I mean? That's why I say sometimes when I do stuff, I just I just don't think it's just all reactionary. You know what I mean? I just yeah, I just go and do it, bro. I, I mean, I, I respect that, and I do think that like it sounds like from that moment, uh, you could turn the mic up, yo, because yeah. he's gonna keep messing with it. There you go. <laughs> um, but it sounds like in that moment, obviously if you saw something that was going to potentially damage somebody, you don't have time to think about like what you can gain from it. You act on instinct. So I yeah. definitely feel you in that regard. Uh, but it, it also sounds like that, that behavior was reinforced by positivity. <coughs> once you did it though, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like that people gave, like you said, they talk about it like you were a superhero mm. almost. So like, if you were to fast forward a little bit further, like what's another memory that maybe jumps out to you when you was doing that? What that that actual event? No, no, not that event. But like any memory when you feel like you were helping somebody and it, it mattered a lot to you or something. Uh, you can turn the mic up right here. Yep, there you go. I'm turning right here. Okay. Yeah. Um, another event. I would say. <coughs> I would say, in college, mm -hmm. I went to Till. Shout out to Till. Yeah. College mama, martyr. Uh. You know, just um, group pro. Like I said, my track events. I was the one of the team captains, and uh, 
you know, just pretty much, you know, building a team up, doing whatever. You know, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, uh, people like to call me a comedian too. They think I'm a yeah. comedian. I don't think I'm not funny, but. No, you know you're a funny <laughs> Come on now. I bro. mean, not like, not comedian status, but uh, I, you know, I do a bro, lot of simple shit. You gotta a lot just of make five shit. minutes of stand up and then you're a comedian. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, like, it, like when I was in school, you know, just being the, the, the center, the center of attention person. You know, making everybody, you know, feel joyful about, yeah. you know, what they got to do. So, like, all right, so let's talk a little bit about, so in both, in all of these situations, it sounds like you felt like you had a responsibility to something bigger than you. Uh-huh. At the time, like you talked about with the children, like, you felt like it was your responsibility to protect the kids. And it sounds like your time as a captain, you felt like it was your responsibility to bring people together. Uh-huh. Like, how does that make you feel when, whenever you are in that space of like having to have that responsibility? Uh, what should I say? It, it make me feel good. Okay. <laughs> make me feel good. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's like, in my opinion, like, and I don't want to change your answer in any way, but it's yeah. like, yo, like, I feel like, the most sustainable things that we do or the most consistent things that we do are things that we see a value in. Now we might not recognize that value at first, but we know that when we do this, it makes us feel good. Uh And my thing is like, if you can identify why that is, then Uh you have more access to like ways in which you can do it in other ways. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can do it in any way that you choose because you know what you're looking for. Right. That's why I'm asking you like, you, you're doing this like you're successful at doing it uh-huh. and clearly you're motivated to do it because you get something from it i'm wondering what that is that you get from it it's just that joy yeah i, I just get the joy from it man i don't look look like look at it as anything uh monetary or you know like i'm getting anything out of it it's just something i like it's really just something I that's do. fine though let's stick with the joy like you talk <clears throat> about the joy like when you say joy, is it because like you're bringing these people together, or is it because you're surrounded by people, or is it because of the attention? Like, what is uh, it? Uh, just pr- pretty much bringing the people together. Okay, you know what I mean. Like, to, like to captivate everybody, bring them all together as one. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's wild that you say that because you said you was an only child too. Yeah, and like I wonder in some way if that's connected to like maybe not growing up with uh, like people around you. I, I think, I think it is bro. Because you know, as, as a kid, it was just me in yeah. the household. I mean, I'm, I'm my, my mother's only, I have a sister from my father. Yeah. But, um, you know, growing up, I always wish, you know, I had that sibling or those siblings, you know, I could be around and do certain things with, Yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I never had that, you know, coming up. So me bringing people, you know, together with me, it just does something to my soul. Yeah. For my soul. You know what I mean? It pretty I much feeds that. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just it's just one of those things. You know what I'm saying? That's wild as <clears throat> like that's 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 wild to me because I can see why that you would feel so protective of that too, because like for all the reasons you described, like having something for you, it bringing those people around you it does something to your soul. I can see why you would want to jump in front of a protein pink to protect that. Yeah. Or you would want to go through lengths of like, you know, being a funny guy or whatever uh-huh. to, to build community around that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it makes sense. Like, I don't know if that connect, like if it makes that sense definitely to you. Connects. I ne- and I never look, it's crazy because I never looked at it like that. I don't really never think about 
stuff in depth like that until people yeah. explain it to me. Then it's like, oh, damn, you're right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. And, and my thing is, hold on one second. It timed out, or so I always got to check it in like twenty minutes. But <laughs> my thing is like that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to give people a space to be heard and understood mm-hmm. and to reflect because everything you're saying, it's not like I knew any of this. It's just me based off of like listening to you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. If I was to ask you, and you already touched on this, um, if you were to just try to think of what brings you joy, but it only could be it could only be something that you generate. So it can't be helping others. It got to be something that only you do, that you could do for yourself. What brings you joy? What brings me joy for myself? Yeah, that only you could do for you. The only I could do for me, not putting yeah. anybody else in it. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough because, like I said, I always you know yeah. looked at putting myself before in, or putting you know people above me yeah that, that's and that's anybody. what i'm saying like early on you talked about that bringing you joy so usually i give the guest an option to start with that but like since you already said it i'm like no nah, you can't use that again yeah like you got to think of something else that only you it's only for you something that brings me joy for myself oh man that's tough when you put your you know put people before you all the time I yeah. never really took the time to, um, you know, think about myself, and that's a that's a tough question to answer, man. Um, something I would do for myself that brings me joy. Ooh, I think what one thing I do need to do to bring me joy is to get you know a closer relationship with the the man upstairs. Okay. Um, you know my girlfriend now, you know she um. Uh, she puts the word. She tries to put the word and me I need to read more, you know, the Bible. And I'm like, eh. I'm like, well, yeah, you're right, but you know, I got mm-hmm. other stuff I need to do for everybody else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But thinking about it now that you asked me that question, that's something I need to do for myself. You know, to bring okay. to bring me, you know, more joy. Okay. That could bring you joy, but like my thing is like, think about. So if if you can't think of something that brings you joy, right? Mm. Think about a time that you experienced joy and it was just you. Like when I did this, and I don't again, I'm not trying to shape your answer, but when I did this, I thought about like when I was a kid playing with action figures, mm. and I just remember being happy. Mm. That's all I thought about, and I thought about what was I doing when I was doing that. You mm. know what I'm saying? So if you were to think about a moment from any time in your life when you were just happy doing something, like, oh, I would I would definitely say um, running. Okay. That was my first love. Okay. You know, running track. Um, and at one point in my life, that's all I really knew. Yeah. Was running track. That's the only thing that brought me joy. Okay. You know, for myself. You know, I was not to boast or brag or anything, but um, however, in high school, you know, I was the number one 400 meter runner in uh, Western Pennsylvania. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And everybody looked at me like, this kid, who's this kid from the city? Who's this kid from the city? From Shinley? I went to Shinley High School. Yeah. You know, who's this kid from the city? He's this this tall, linky, skinny as hell. Who, who yeah. like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I took pride, I took pride in that yeah. because nobody, you know, knew. Because when I, when I first started, I was like terrible. Yeah. I was terrible at track, ninth grade. Shout out to my coach, uh, George Riley too. But um, and my coach Jeff Abrams and Sam Laser, those are my guys. 
but um, no ninth grade, I was terrible at track. I'm like, I ain't doing this stuff. All I wanted to do, you know, in high school was work, get money. That's when I had my my permit at 15 too. All I did was work. Yeah. You know, talk to girls, whatever. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Do a school do what normal high school kids do. Yeah. But um yeah, I was terrible on track, ninth grade, tenth grade. They like, all right, G, what you gonna do? You either gonna work or you gonna run track. This is tenth grade year. I'm like, I'm a I'm not running track this year in tenth grade. So mm -hmm. I skipped my tenth grade year track. Eleventh grade year come. Everybody's like, gee, what you gonna do? We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. I'm like, okay. I get back on the track. I qualify uh, for for the you know for states and indoor and outdoor. So now I'm like, this is my this is me this is my shit. This is what I love to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's when I started taking it more serious, and then that's when I just grew the love for it. Yeah. It, it was it was everything to me you know what i mean that's why i yeah. say now like i wish i would have you know applied it more seriously because i could have went i think i could have went real far with it well beyond beyond what you could have done with it what do you think it was that you were experiencing in terms of a feeling when you were doing track um <laughs> yeah. because i was beating on everybody yeah <laughs> and, and, and every and i had a lot of doubters from you know outside my school you know, that I didn't believe in what I was doing. Yeah. And um, when I was doing it, I did it at a high level yeah. in high school. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I got a lot of scholarships from it. And even before the scholarships, this was something that I knew or that I found out, you know, I, I was good at and that I loved to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, it just... I just fell in love. I just fell in love with it. That's it's, and at that point, it's really the only like besides family, of course. But I can't, you know, yeah. talk about the family because it's it's you know this part's about you know what brings me joy for myself. Yeah, that was um, the only thing I loved. Like it, it, for me, was the run. Yeah, it sounds like it, just from listening to you, it sounds like the reason or part of the reason why you're saying that brought you joy was because you were able to show showcase your excellence yeah to everybody else yeah and like it it was about like something that didn't have anything to do with what you were doing for somebody but something that was inside of you your ability right and to piggyback off of that it showed everybody excellence but it also showed myself that excellence too that yeah. you know i could do something yeah at a high level yeah. you know what i mean other than school like when i was coming up as a kid like I never like play sports as it well like outside of like playground stuff. Like I never yeah. played like structured sports coming up as a kid. Like all the kids, every all my friends I grew up with, they played for you know the disciples, the Hill District disciples. Yeah, they played uh, elementary school basketball, um, middle school basketball, high school football basketball. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Like I never yeah. did it. I never played at a structured level you know, of sports until I got to ninth grade in yeah. high school. You know what I'm saying? And when I did it, you know, it, it just hit me. It's like, damn, like, I, I really I, I really got something special going on for myself. And this is, you know, this could be my ticket out. Yeah. Oh, man, I just went to go grab the bottle for the homies, so. 
Uh, that's we why are. we had a brief delay, but it's my favorite too, Crown yeah, Peach. Yeah, no, you all right. Uh, that's all yours. I don't drink anything with peach in it. So oh, well, thank you, you brother. Thank yeah. you, brother. <laughs> but no, so like I think that that speaks to kind of maybe why it resonated with you is because like oftentimes like the things that I remember when I I used to love to draw, mm-hmm. love to draw all the time, and I was I thought I was pretty good at it. Like I could at least draw something that looked like what I wanted it to look like. Mm-hmm. And then I figured I found out that like somebody that I met ran into somebody that could draw way better than me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And it made me never want to want, like draw again. You know Why? what I'm saying? So like, well, how come though? Mostly because when I look back on it now, I think it was because I didn't really care about drawing. I cared about what drawing gave me the opportunity to do was to tell of a, a, a virt like a, a visual representation of my like a story that I wanted to show uh-huh. because stories are what matter to me right like I, I like I say this all the time like my purpose is stories and connections like uh-huh. I didn't love drawing I love what like what drawing is able to convey it's able to show a story and depict a story that was in somebody's head right like right. all this Marvel stuff that we're watching was an idea that somebody just sat and came up with mm-hmm. and all that idea does is just make the stuff that's happening in normal society, mm-hmm. but just blow it out of proportion with power. So like, if that's the the beauty of it to me is because when something like a story is told, well, it teaches you something about yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I love it. But in, and in my opinion, when you were competing, it was almost like you were learning about your own excellence at the same time. Definitely. And that's probably why, like it felt good. Definitely. I, like you know I said, saying? I never knew the excellence until that, yeah until that very moment you know yeah. what i mean and i think and it's and I, i'm not trying to tell you or at least i'm not trying to assume what should mean what but it sounds like both of those things are kind of like two sides of the same coin of growing up as a a, a, a kid you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying a single kid or like a like you grew up by yourself so it's like you want community you want to build community mm-hmm. but you also want a, a a representation of worth like you want to say like this is what I like matters to me, and like right. I can see what I would bring you joy. Yeah, it, it goes hand to hand too. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. It's like I don't want to say killing two birds with one stone, but you know, me finding myself in, you know, doing something that I love at the same time, putting the community, yeah, like to make it clash. Yeah, that's like the ultimate, you know, gratification for me. So it sounds like one of the ways that you demonstrated that consistently is in some form of competition uh so like do you think that your purpose lies in you pushing yourself to excellence in some capacity yeah but i I think like yeah but i think i think that's a part of life i think life um everybody has to go through um competition at some point in time of their life whatever whatever that may be yeah you, you know what i'm saying so um yeah like when you said, and it jumped out to me. Like when you said, uh, "Life is like a roller coaster's ups and downs." It's almost like you viewed it, and like I don't like you know I don't want to summon Kobe out of in vain, but it's like that's my favorite I think player a, too. I, I think of Kobe <laughs> in like that mob mentality, like the the true goats, like or the people that people consider have that killer instinct. It's not them against somebody else. It's them against themselves. Definitely. And it's like when you say like life is up and downs, it's almost like this visual representation of like you competing against yourself because especially because you said i could see where like i messed up so it's like i could see where i beat myself yeah in this moment you know what i'm saying yeah. so 
where do you think you are in that competition? Maybe if that if that's accurate, where do you think you are in that competition against yourself? Um, I'm just, you know, starting to uh, get over that barrier of defeating myself. I think I'm in a final stage. They call it the final boss, like Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> what are the action games that you, you know, yeah, fight and get to the absolutely. last person. I think that's where I'm at right now. All right. In my life. Um, I put, um, I, I, I would say I um, stopped being so hard on myself now like I was before and just start putting stuff into action. Yeah. And just going to go get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like now, you know, I put the, um, you know, my, my chapter of track, you know, of me running in the past and now, you know, up and coming, I'll, I'm, I'll be coaching. Okay. You know, next uh, summer. That's Shout dope. out to my friend, Char, Charlize Davis. He gave me an opportunity to coach uh, my old summer track uh, club. That's dope as hell, man. Yeah. So that's a new stepping stone. And like I said, that's my first love. So now I get to do that with the coaching. Yeah. And then putting it with other people, you know, giving them, Absolutely. you know, some some of my insight, uh, you know, with track that I used to do when I was coming up. Absolutely. So it's that's pretty much killing two birds with one stone. So I'm um, extremely excited for that new chapter of that. Also with fatherhood, you know, yeah. being a, a father, that's a, a whole new thing. I'm um, learning as I go to trying to perfect it. Yeah. You know, you know, some bumps and bruises with that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I love, yeah. I love my baby, man. Yeah. And, um, yeah. The new new job, I'll be uh, going in management soon. Okay. Going to the, to the corporate side. It's up. Okay. Yeah, it's going up, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Well, I'm happy I caught you at this moment. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's it's, it's a celebratory podcast. So I'm happy, I'm happy you, you did feel too, comfortable bro. Bringing these these moments up and sharing them with us. You know what I'm saying? So my next question is, yeah. speaking of these celebratory moments, like, or not really speaking, this is a terrible segue, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> like, who are the people that you think came before you, your ancestors, your influences, and what did they teach you? Uh, my, like we said before, my mom. Yeah. I say my mom, she taught me, uh, you know, do right by people. Okay. Um, Be strong. You know, obviously, my mom being um, a single parent, you know, coming up, yeah, it's pretty much self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, my uncle, rest in peace to my uncle Cutie. Um, he fought in uh World War, was it World War Two? I don't want to get the war, the war, the wars yeah. wrong. I think it was World War Two. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. One of the wars. Yeah. Um. Oh man, my uncle. Maybe I'm about to tear up just uh, thinking about him. Yeah, see, this is everybody always says crowd here. It's not my fault, man. I just asked the question. Yeah, that, that, that's my guy, man. Yeah, my uncle, my uncle Cutie. Rest, God rest his soul. Absolutely, rest in peace, man. I'm sorry. To um, he 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 taught me the importance of um, you know, being a leader. Mm -hmm. You know, being uh, very family oriented. Uh, a lot of things, you know, count on you. Make it count on you. You want it to count on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's where uh, a lot of that comes from. Yeah. My grandmother, rest in peace, her soul, too. She just passed away last year. Sorry to hear that, man. Uh, rest in peace to my grandmother. Um, That was my mom. I call her my mom, mom. Mm -hmm. That's the one. Because my mom, you know, she um was working. She worked like crazy. Three jobs, trying yeah. to raise me by herself. So... A lot of the time I was with my grandma, you know, coming up, and um, I was attached to her hip. Mm -hmm. 
And she used to tell me, we, we could curse on her. Yeah, you can. She used to tell me all the time, you know, don't take no shit from nobody. Yeah. That's what she taught me. And um, I would say anybody else. That's pretty much it for the most part. Yeah. Those are the uh, the three highest influencers that played a part in my life. Yeah. For surely. It sounds like in a lot of what, like you said that they taught you, they were preparing you for that competition in a way like that, those obstacles that you were going to face, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like when you, when you look back on these people, like, do you think of these people when you think about how you're shaping your way moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Um, different aspects. Like I said, my grandma uh, used to tell me, don't take no shit from nobody. And that just means, you know, just stand up because people will, uh, take advantage of you yeah and i'm starting to learn i'm learning that you know as i go on with life in different aspects i don't want to well i like to be transparent with a lot of stuff yeah but um you know like my situations you know i got with with my child you know you know we got the court systems and stuff like that and you know i'm getting taken advantage of just for the love i have for my child yeah and that's something i'm not feeling but you know it's just pretty much going through the motions Cause she's, you know, my child is something I adore and I, you know, yeah. take very serious. And you know, the the system and moms is, you know, taking advantage of, you know, my my kindness and my love for my daughter. Yeah. So now I'm learning, you know, don't take no shit. Yeah. You know, from that, and I say my uncle being a leader, you know, for my child too. You know, just doing whatever you got to do. Yeah. By any means necessary. Yeah. It, yeah. What would you think? Like, do you think about them? And I mean, it's clear that you think about them and how you shape your way moving forward. But like, what do you think they would say about your progress? So? Uh, they would be proud of it, man. That's dope. They would be very proud. because I was they, happy you said that because like I, I wanted you to think that for yourself. I guess. Yeah, so, they would yeah. be very proud because they know those are the, the three people that I know top to bottom what I've been through. Yeah. You know what I mean? What I had to go through. Yeah. From diapers to now. Yeah. You know, God rest my grandma and my uncle's soul, but you know, they watching down on me. They they've been they've been there through everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the goods and the bads. Yeah. And I overcame it and I'm still thriving. I'm thriving right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So feels good, though. It, it feels excellent, man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm happy I, I, you I got could, to experience that, man. Yeah, it's not I, an I easy destination. Been, yeah, I could have been down in the dumps, man, because to be honest with you, man, yeah. There's been times I had suicidal thoughts. Mm. I've had uh you know, just these thoughts are just leaving without telling nobody and not coming back mm. you know what i'm saying but i you know I, I put it in my head you know i got a greater purpose of more than just myself so i gotta be there for all these different people in different situations i can't yeah i can't leave it i can't let it go yeah so i i had to stay and you know do what i had to do and what i have to do that's that's real, yo, because and, and you talk about it and, and I was listening to something yesterday that talked about like a man without purpose or a person without purpose. It, it's it's challenging because you lose your reason to live in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So as I, I appreciate your vulnerability by saying that you had those thoughts and these things, because like 
I understand how people get there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the only way people get there, but it's one of the ways. And for you to for you to be able to pull yourself back from that, thinking about how you do have a purpose, mm-hmm. you have a reason to be here. I think that that takes a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I definitely want to commend you for that. Hell yeah! So you know, shifting gears to maybe a more positive note. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's positive because no, I'm, no. I'm still here. Absolutely, it's definitely, it's definitely positive. <laughs> yeah, you know what saying? but people, if you start crying again, then somebody will say like, "I'm trying to get everybody to cry." And I'm not. That's not the goal. You know? hey, it's tears of joy. It's tears yeah, of joy, tears man. Of joy. I, I'm happy to hear <laughs> that, man. Yeah, I definitely feel you, man. So, what's something you think you're good at? I'm good at making people laugh. All right, I knew that was probably <laughs> the answer, but why do you like? What do you? Why do you say that? You? Yeah? I mean, it's not me that says it. <laughs> you know what I mean? All Everybody. Right, well, well, why do you feel like that is what people get from you, though? Like, what is it about you? Like making people laugh, being comedic. It's just my personality. Okay. You know, I have a very uh, outgoing personality. You know, you you you've known me for years. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you know, we go back uh Quadoba days. Yeah, yeah. And stuff Different like that. Times, Different man. times, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I just I just have one of those well they, they say it's I don't really believe in astrology and yeah. zodiac signs and stuff like that, but they say uh Leo's or I'm a Leo, I was born on July thirty yeah. first. But uh, they say Leo's are the the life of the party. Okay. You know, type of people. But the I, center I do of attention. Get that. All right, well, I'll share this is try to try to like open this up a little bit. Like yeah. when I see you, I feel like, yo, G's about to turn up, like not in like in almost like this celebratory way, like the dancing, the like yeah. the, it's like you bring a certain level of excitement yeah. to the party. Like what inspires you to do that? Because you could just chill like you could play the backdrop. You choose not to do that. Like, where does that come from? No, but you know what? I do. I do chill. Yeah. Um, it just depends on the, what, what I'm surrounded by. I'm um, okay. very self, you know, very aware of you know, my surroundings, and I could read the room, you know, to, like all right, yeah, I'm in this, I'm in this space. All right, I could, I could do this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, there's another situation. Oh, these they getting a little weird. I could bag back. Yeah, I'll, I'll usually bag back at first, be on, get on some chill shit, read the room, and yeah. if it's something I could. You know, you be up. myself, open up to, yeah. then that's when you'll get the. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, where does that come from? Like, what, what? How did you like? How did you discover that about you that you do that, like dancing and all that stuff? Like, what? Did, what does that come from? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. What's the first time you was out somewhere and danced and like, like you was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, this is funny as hell or whatever. Like when you uh, when it was the first time you realized you was the life of the party. Oh man, middle school, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, oh, this is a crazy ass uh story, man. Um Okay. You see ever see the wood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was um Get a Stacy. I had a big mic moment, man. Okay. And everybody seen it too. It was uh <laughs> When he was dancing with Alicia, when uh, Luther came on, yeah, and he and he and he caught the Woody, yeah, and he got, the <laughs> and he caught the Woody, man. And the one chick, I, I ain't gonna say her name, but she knows yeah. if she watched this podcast, she gonna know. She gonna know I'm talking oh, about man. her. All right, we'll keep her in But um, yeah, we was uh, you know, I was getting busy dancing. Yeah. You know, I'm a dancing nigga. I was, mm, I was killing her, killing her. And she put that thing on me, then. 
Yeah. <laughs> rock. So the boy was solid. Rock solid. And she 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 felt she felt it. Yeah. She be in my DMs now. But I like so I got I got my woman now, so I it, it, it can't it can't it can't go no further than that. You respectfully, respectfully. but All you right. know. Respectfully. Yeah, but um and everybody seen it too. It was busting out laughing. I couldn't yeah. do nothing about it. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. stuck on hard in the middle of the, yeah. you know, Milan's uh, dance party, <laughs> dance school Shout party. Out to Shout out to Margaret <laughs> Milan's. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And ever since then, man, I I was embarrassed as fuck, man. Yeah. Oh my god. But it, I, that was the first time, man. I, yeah. You know what I mean? But it sounds like even if you was embarrassed, it was like you was rewarded with like either people laughing or like re remembering that moment like you became mm -hmm. known for that in some way right mm -hmm. yeah like do you think that that like reinforced something you to realize like oh you could do this and be okay yeah because just because of the feedback i got from it if it was negative then yeah it would have been completely different yeah yeah so you got positive feedback so it allowed you to maybe realize like I could be myself a little bit more in these yeah. moments, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, that's where it all started appreciate at. that. Uh -huh. That's funny as hell. All the way back to Margaret Malines, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, seventh grade, man. I'll never forget. Yeah, that's funny <laughs> I'll never forget, bro. All right, man. All right, well, let me ask you this question. What What is something, and this is a different term, what's something you're afraid of? It used to be failure. Okay. But it's not anymore. All right, so what is it now? Um something I'm afraid of I'm afraid of mm. I would say I'm afraid of not being accepted okay you know by people because like yeah. I said that's what I feel like in my opinion life is about yeah so to not be accepted by, you know, something that I feel that life is about, that's very scary to me. That's very scary. Yeah. Because at that point, it's like, for me, it's like, I mean, what else? What's the point? What's the point of anything? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would say that's what I'm most afraid of. Yeah. Like, do you think, like, because you, and I don't want to harp on this, but just to connect it, like, do you think when you was having those suicidal ideations, is that where you were? Like you didn't feel connected to people, or? Yeah, because I was. It was like I said at the time. It was just I just felt like I was all alone. Yeah, I was all by myself, nobody to talk to, and I mean I I can't say that I didn't have nobody to talk to. It's it was more so I didn't want to be a burden. Yeah. To anybody else. Yeah, it's 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 re like. I think, and I've heard a lot of people mention this this mindset like this. It's almost like a contradiction because they recognize that they have people that they could go to, mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like a real option to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, exactly it. I, I think it's fascinating because I always think that everything in some ways connected. Like my thing, at least for me, I feel like my purpose is to listen to stories and make connections. Mm -hmm. And it's wild to me that one of your deepest fears connects back to, again, being an only child in the sense that like not wanting to be alone because uh -huh. it also connects to your motivation for why you want to build community. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're constantly battling against your, your biggest fear. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? You ever thought about it like that or? Not that deep. Okay. No. Um, I always um, 
you know, thought of how I could move forward. Yeah. As more so of how to actually overcome it at that particular point in time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like you're just like you said, it's like one game at a time. One game at a time. Yeah, and I and I respect that because it does keep you like when you're in season, you know what I'm saying. But like the challenge with doing that, having that mindset with life is that there's no off season. Right. You know what I'm saying. You don't get no rest period from that. You know what I'm saying. So. Yep. And that's something I had to learn. Yeah. That there's you there's no stopping. Like you gotta keep, you gotta keep pushing no matter what. Yeah. Like. If you was to think of what you could do in those moments where, like, it say, like, for a moment you didn't feel like you had the support of everybody, like, have you figured out what you could do in those moments to still feel like you could be yourself and that you could still thrive? At that particular point, no. Yeah. Because all I thought about was, man, this is it. Like, yeah. Like, there ain't nothing else you could do. Like, yeah. Nigga, like what? What you gonna do? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm like, I was just at a standstill. Like, was at times I would just, you know, just sit around like moping. Yeah, like, like damn, like I can't, can't think of nothing. Can't feel like I can't talk to nobody. I want to, like I said, I want to be no burden. Yeah, expressing everything. Maybe somebody could come up with a solution for me. But I'm like, no, I don't want to. You know, you don't want to try. It. I don't even want to try. It. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, what do you think pulled you out of that though? Uh, now yeah. I would say, my child. Oh wow, my child. Yeah, it's like Definitely. you got something bigger than you now. And I, yeah, way bigger than me. That's real. If I, if I never, to be honest with you, if I never, that's why, that's why I'll, I'll respect my daughter's mom for this. She, she, she gave me a life. She gave me life outside of myself. We created a life. Yeah. And without, you know, her creating life with me, I don't know where I would be at right now. That's real. I, I probably wouldn't even be talking to you right now, bro. Yeah. To be that's, honest. Well, that's that's real shit, yeah. I appreciate that vulnerability. I also think it, it connects to, like, you saying that, like, you wanting to coach because, it, like, in some ways that's a, a legacy-like endeavor. Like, you're trying to depart parts of what you know on somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like both of those things are happening almost at the same time. Yeah. That's wild, yo. Yeah. You ever thought about that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I I never thought about it, bro. Yeah. I never thought of that one time. That's wild. I just thought about, I just thought about, like I said, before I had my daughter, I just thought about just ending it here and not even being on this earth. Yeah. And and it's funny how, like, things happen. Like, I don't know if it was planned or not, but I would imagine... Like, when people say things happen for a reason, one of the things that I think a lot about is that it's easier for me to believe that and at the same time believe that, like, it's not always about me. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, life isn't always happening to me because if you believe that all the bad stuff that's happening to you is only happening to you and you allow that depression to sink in, you lose sight of the things that the signals, the signs that are happening around you to say, like, keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy that your daughter arrived at a point where you felt like you were looking for something. And it sounds like you got the ultimate example of, mm-hmm. like, keep going for sure. Yeah, but it's crazy because I never talked about that with nobody else. 
That's, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I never talked about that with my mom. That's real. I'm sorry. I never talked about it with my grandma. Yeah. Nobody in my family, none of my close friends, none of my day ones. That's real. I never talked about it with nobody. Because well, you like got I, final approval on this episode, so if you don't want oh, it to go yeah. out, <laughs> oh no, this could go out because yeah. it, I mean, it's it, I'm I'm transparent. It's 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 real. Yeah, you and, know what and, I mean. And and and, and I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but no, please uh, do go ahead. You know anybody else? You know that that that, that listens to this, somebody might could be might could have the same thing going Absolutely. on in their life. So, you know, I always tell them, you know, if they listening and they've been through what I what I've been through. Yeah. You know, don't just keep pushing. Find your purpose. Yeah. You got to find your purpose, man. And once you find your purpose, the sky's the limit from there. Absolutely. And that's why, like, when people look at the military and they say, like, how do you get people to risk their lives? It's because the military, through conditioning and a bunch of other stuff, gives people a purpose. When yeah. you have that to your point, you could do anything. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing that I think, and that's the reason, and I'm humbled by you saying that, like, you never really talked about it with nobody else, not because I wanted this exclusive on you, but more mm-hmm. so because it affirms for me that I'm creating the right environment for people to feel comfortable yep. talking about whatever it is that they want to talk about. Like, I didn't know you were going to share that, but it's just through conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It came up. I think it's also this white rug, too. <laughs> This, <laughs> this guy's setup is astounding. Come on, dog. Like, <laughs> all right, yeah. No, all I'm right, just playing. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm just it's bullshitting. The white rug. All right, bet. All right, but my, all right. So my next question. All right, so if you had to think of like the ultimate version of you, waving magic wand, you can have anything, do anything. What would you be doing? Uh, I would be uh. In the next Olympics. Okay. Right now. All right. You'll be competing? Uh, I'll be competing. All right. Uh, major endorsements. Okay. Married with like 10, 11 kids. Damn, yo. That's a long way from one, dog. Yeah. Like. Big, big, big family. All right. Because I'm all about family, man. Like I okay. I mean, it, like you said, all goes hand in hand. I was, yeah. you know, by myself, only child. And mm-hmm. uh, family is a big priority for me. I'm a family guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big family. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of washed up now, so I, I would have oh, six man. pack. <laughs> you know, benching three, three seventy five. You're gonna be in the Olympics. You got to be in shape. I'm assuming to an extent. You know. What oh, I'm for surely. Yeah, exactly. For surely, got to be in shape. Crazy yeah. shape. Yeah. I, ooh. Now, <laughs> I, I, that's why I'm, I'm sticking to the coaching. I'm gonna just give y'all the, the mindset of it. All right. Everything mental. I tell you what to do. Don't mean I could do it no more. But I'm gonna yeah. tell you how to do it and how to get. But that fire is still there. Like that, but the fire is definitely compete. there. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, I can respect that. Yeah. And I think it, it it always, and this reinforces something I've been saying on this podcast, is that the reason that I like asking these questions about who you are and, and what motivates you and getting real answers is because it's always tied to something that's like, like our, our, our trauma in some way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for you to like so elegant, eloquently show that like, the all the things that you want organically you ain't talking about money or status it's more like i want community and i want to be able to compete i want to matter it's like that's tied exactly to you know what i'm saying being an only child so it's like if that makes sense to you now once you have that understanding you can start to make decisions on what you want to do moving forward uh-huh. when you don't have that understanding you're operating in a way that you keep hitting dead ends because you don't know why you're doing what you're doing you uh-huh. know what i'm saying like I, I was talking with one of my homies earlier that like 
the when I when I when people called me emotional, I used to think that was you calling me a bitch. Like mm-hmm. I, I really got defensive. Mm-hmm. But once I realized that it's not like I am emotional, I can have control over that and I can decide is this a point where I want to be emotional. Right. So it's that that's where self awareness comes in handy because it, it gives it eliminates the insecurity that stops you from seeing yourself in a way that you need to see yourself. Definitely. That and that's um like the caveat to uh, me not, you know, expressing myself, let, letting stuff bottle in, yeah. keeping stuff bottled in. Like I said, I never really talked to nobody about anything because yeah. I didn't want to come deemed like I'm a, I'm an emotional person. I mean, yeah. I am. A, I'm cool with being emotional. Like I'm, yeah. I'll tell anybody to like to this day now. I like I'm an emotional person. I live yeah. on emotions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But back then, I didn't want to. You know, let them mob, let my emotions off to people because I didn't want to look get looked at like, oh, he's a bitch. Oh, yeah, you, did, 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 did. You. you know what I'm saying? So I like like you, you said, but now you know it, it. It comes, it comes along with you know getting older yeah. too. You know what I mean? You get older, you get wiser, you look at things from a different perspective, and now it's like being emotional. That's you know it it it, it, it soothes me to an ex, like to a high extent like. I can let stuff off, and then when I let it off, I'm good. Yeah. You're more aware of yourself. I'm more aware of myself. I respect that. So, in the beginning, I asked you who you were, and you rap, you told me who you were. Mm-hmm. I always wrap up the podcast by asking again, like, now that you've had this podcast, you listen to yourself, I ask you all these questions. Who would you say you are now if I were to ask you who, who Gary is? Him. <laughs> him alright double down on him I'm a authentic guy man I yeah. wear my heart on my sleeve Yeah. shout out to my guy Reggie I was gonna say you can't say that in that shot <laughs> shout out that's my brother man Yeah. shout out to him yeah uh, Yeah. I wear it on my sleeve man yeah I'm all about people I love people okay Um. Very. like I said I'm very humble yeah, family guy. Okay. I'm a loving guy, caring guy. I'm just G, bro. All right, man. Well, that that does it for me. Now, this that's the end of the pod. That's the end of the questions I have for you. Mm-hmm. Do you got any? I always get the guests the option to ask me any questions that they have. What questions do I got for the guy? Yeah, for the boy. <laughs> How do I get a luxurious apartment man, like this? Stop it, yo. <laughs> Let's stop. Yeah, Where's the where on, do I yo. sign up <laughs> to live in this motherfucker? Hey, That's what I need I ain't to gonna hold you, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Before the pod, bro, ask if he could spend a night. That was the funniest shit. I'm, I'm dead serious too. I ain't bullshit. <laughs> Just one night, bro. I look. I clean up. I ain't no dirty nigga. I'm a project baby, but I ain't dirty. I done came up a little bit. Both up Elmore, yo. Yes. Elmore Square, G Block. Absolutely, absolutely. But nah, yo. Like, come on, man. Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) (laughs) You got any real question, yo? Um, I would ask you, uh, what do you plan on getting out of the podcast? Like, what's the end goal? Yeah. For the I don't know podcast. Yeah, my uh my my purpose, like I said, stories and connections, is to uh like they always say you my at least for me I've heard that like your vision if you're creating a business should be something you would you actually will never attain but you're always fighting for it. Yeah. So it keeps pushing you. So for me, it's to talk to everybody in the world. Yeah. Like, I think that like I told you earlier, with the whole um if you're an old school 
uh, Adult Swim tune at the end of the end of the night cartoon Planet Person. Mm-hmm. It was like Inuyasha. You get the little shard. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody in the world has a, a a piece of the truth, and the more people I talk to, create a space for them to be heard, be understood. I get a little bit of a glimpse into their truth. And the more I get access to that, then I can put that against my own self mm-hmm. and I grow from that. So I'm yeah. always like, if nobody listens to this other than me and you sitting here having a conversation, I grew, I not only learned about you, I get to now listen to your story and think about like, what would I have done in that situation? Yeah. How would I be if I was an only child? Like all of these elements and it helps me understand myself better. So yep. that's the that's the kickback for me, right? I love that. And, and again, if I do it from an authentic place, and I keep doing it and I put in the work ethic because I've always been somebody who's willing to go to work. Mm-hmm. It's like eventually whatever is meant to come from this is going to come from it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like more practically, I want to be like a, like, or a, uh, a talk show host. Kev said I'm the new Montel Williams. That shit, that was real funny. <laughs> Montel Williams? <laughs> yeah. Like I said Montel Jordan and he corrected me because I forgot that Montel Jordan somebody else. But Montel Williams? Yeah. Bro. Montel the ball on, dude. Kev. Like come he on, essentially Kev. First called of all, me, Tommy ain't bought. <laughs> my hairline is still striving. Yeah, it is. So. My, my boy sits still intact. <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate Montel? that. Montel? <laughs> I like Montel, but Montel, I, I, I say you better than Montel, bro. Yeah, man. But it's cool. It's all love, man. That's no, my boy. No, I can't my boy. Yeah, Kev is, Kev is a, another, the producer that I don't know Tom podcast. So. Oh, he the producer? Yeah, he's the over- Oh, that's dude. what's yeah, up, man. Yeah, everybody. Like, my thing is, like, I really appreciate that, that Kevin Hart, that LeBron James mentality. Like, I want to grow with people that, like, want to grow with me. And these are, like, people that I care about. And yeah. Even if they ain't that, like, every recording or we ain't doing everything together, it's all anything that happens that I benefit from this, they going to benefit from yeah. it. That just is what it is. Yeah, you got the right team with you, man. Yeah. I tell you that. I appreciate it, man. Kev is solid, man. Yeah, solid, super solid, dude. Knows everybody in the city, so. Oh, do he? <laughs> he, might, he might well go be the, uh, you know, put him for be the mayor. mayor. At yeah. some point, yo, he probably got to get a law license or some shit. He, shit, he probably get that, too. He probably <laughs> got to put the work in. He probably just go off connections alone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but any other questions for me, bro? Um. Take your time, man. Ask me anything. Oh, I got time. Yeah. I'm with, bro, I'm with, I'm with my nephew. I got, you got time. Um, in life, yeah. I, would, I would ask within, I would say, I give it 10 years. Yeah. Where, where you see yourself with everything. Yeah, like, I, I, I see myself... Hitting the, like, I don't know what it's going to be, whether it's me having my own show or me doing something in, like, the, the, the scripted sitcom comedy space. But I see me producing my own content full time. Okay. Like, I have a I have two passions. One of it is, like, I want to have a TV show. Like, like I, I, I really enjoy, like, the Seinfelds, the Martins, like, the shows that you could just put on and it's always going to be funny no matter how many times you watch it. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes from telling like really authentic stories. So yeah. like when I look at, you probably got the same stories with your friends. Like when you look at just the stuff that's happened in life, mm-hmm. you're like, yo, if this was a TV show, this would be funny as hell. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, I want to actually produce that or I see myself doing this in this pan, like it's taking care of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I like that. Yeah. I like that. 
What about uh? Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I should ask you that. You can ask me whatever, yo. What about personal life. Personal life, relationship wise. Relationship wise. Wise. Uh, well, I'm single now, so like, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, cause I, I cause you the man. Hey, I, <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off, but if all the females that's listening to this podcast right now. If you ain't gonna you, get bro. with my guy, something is fucking wrong with you, nah, man. Yo, relax. Seriously, <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro. This ain't nah, the crown man. talking either. I'm on crown peace, but it ain't that. I keeps it real. Y'all better, y'all better that, get yeah. y'all motherfucking heads right. I know nah, that much. Man, I'm good, Seriously, man. I appreciate that. But nah, <laughs> I, um, I do, I do, ideally, like I think that answer your question on some real shit, like. I do see myself like in a relationship with somebody I love and care about. Like she, like the thing is, I feel like you're better when you find somebody that like pushes you, but you trust them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, that's the ultimate, like it's like having a coach, but like a partner at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's getting the most out of you. You getting the most out of them. And that's how you, you have like that one person you can always depend on. That's even why like in the court of law, your wife can't testify against you because mm-hmm. that's supposed to be like, the one person that got you definitely and like that's what i see because i think that there's only so far that i'm going to be able to go on my own mm-hmm. like you said i got my boy kevin brandon like i got a good team but it's like that one person that you could really open up to like yeah. that's valuable so i yeah. do see that for me like yeah maybe kids like once i realized that women can go blind giving birth i tried to cut women some slack on if oh you know what, what? Yeah, it's all types of shit that could happen to go women blind. childbirth. Yeah, like I looked that shit up. I was like, oh shit. So, like, my thing is like, I That's don't crazy. know what the world is gonna hold. I mean, I'm 37 now, so who like I got this long without a kid. So yeah, it is what it is. But I would, I, I mean, I'm Thomas Jerome Randy the fourth. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a fifth, ultimately a 13th. Yeah. So like, I want to make enough money so that I can write it into my will that like every generation got to name themselves after me. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm fly like that, but no, like <laughs> I do see myself like I do want a family in 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 that in that time span. So yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, fuck with that heavy. <laughs> I like that answer. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. Any other questions, man? Uh, you got time, like you said. Shit, man. Um, so that's pretty much it, man, for All me. Right. Well, I'm going to jump off the hook before you ask me anything more reckless. So, But I appreciate <laughs> you, man. Clap it up for G Money coming through the pot, yo. Hey, it's a wrap, hey man. you the man, bro. You're I appreciate you for having me, man. Nah, Seriously, man. bro. This is, a, this is a blessing. When you called me... <laughs> You know, to come on the podcast, I'm like, me? Of all, like, me? <laughs> like, gee, I ain't nobody special to be coming on nah, talking no man. shit on no podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it's an honor, bro. My thing is, did you find it valuable? Definitely. All right. Because well, it let me, like matter, I said, yeah. it let me open up. I never yeah. I never opened up like this before right, to nobody. Dope, yo. Well, I appreciate yeah. it, man. That works for me, yo. Thank you, bro. Pop it up. And we out, bro. Nephew. Yeah. Nephew. Nephew. <laughs> to let the city see they nigga telling stories that nobody relate to and even though they hate you they just keep on selling you they feel you nigga yeah it's been too long man